This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Come on, come on, it's time to praise him. Oh, hallelujah, what a beautiful song. Bring us straight to our time with Uzaza. Uzaza is going to be sharing her story uh, with us. And, of course, we're looking at a woman in uh, the arts, a voice art. Um, and, of course, uh, just, you know, um, her journey within it and uh, some of the things uh, that she would like to speak to us about um, and her opinion when it comes to um, the industry and maybe other industries as well. And the female voice, where are we in terms of that? Um, we thought that let's speak to exceptional women, um, women that are thriving within their particular industries and, uh, you know, just find out from them, you know, how do they do it and how can they inspire other people out there to do what needs to be done as a woman. So on the line, I do have Zaza with me. Zaza, how are you? Amazing. Thanks, TC. God is good. How are you? Amen. God is good indeed. I'm well. Are you staying warm? Because the weather on blur is hey, yay, yay. <laughs> Listen, we need spring already. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm keeping warm, but I'm not wanting to keep warm. And spring it's been spring. delayed. It's been delayed this year. So um, <laughs> please just keep safe and keep it at uh, and be at home. Um, sure. Zaza, we would like to hear your story. Um, you know, being a female voice artist, um, how it all began for you. We've spoken to you before in a couple, I think two years ago, we had a conversation with you. Um, but we just want to know, you know, just to recap um, so that you can encourage other women as well. Earlier on, I was speaking to another lady and she was motivating us and she was speaking to us about the fact that through hearing someone else's story, um, you yourself can also get encouraged and, um, you know, maybe moved or a, a certain um, something might spark and you decide yeah. to do it might not be that particular industry but it might be something else that you decide to do um so yes zaza tell us about your story how has zaza evolved <laughs> <laughs> evolution you say hey it's yes. weird because i have a male friend who is also a voice artist and he calls me a unicorn <laughs> ah. because <laughs> it's his belief that in terms of what I do, in terms of my career, I'm quite the rare find because I'm a voiceover artist, but I also have the gift of languages. Mm. So you find that I'm a voice artist residing in Cape Town, born, bred, buttered in Cape Town, right? Mm. And the main spoken languages in Cape Town would be Isakosa, English, and Afrikaans. Mm. So I tick the boxes with all those three, but then on 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 the odd day you can even add Isisu to, to that list and sometimes more times than not you can even add Isuzu to mm. that. And you're always saying we really should be doing more with you because you're such a unicorn. It's not normal. It's it, it's it's not the norm in the industry mm. to find someone who takes all those boxes. Mm. So it's weird that you speak of evolution in that sense. But bringing it back to a personal level, for me, it's literally just what I do. That, that's all it is. It's how I keep my daughter fed. It's how I, I keep life happening. It's how I, I, I pay my bills. Mm. So I don't look at it from the front of growing from it necessarily because it's one of my deepest beliefs that inside of you is deposited everything you are supposed to be doing. Mm. And 
to quote the Bible, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Yeah. That's literally what's been happening in my life in terms of my career. Um, as an example, I've, I don't know if you have new listeners since the last time we touched base, but in that interview, I'd mentioned that my career began in 2013 officially, mm. but it started very lightly as, as a as a joke, as something I was doing just because mm. in 2012. So much so that when I received a phone call, the phone call that would lead to me being a freelance voice artist today, I couldn't even answer the person who asked. Um, she said to me, are you a voiceover artist? And so I'd done an advert or two. <laughs> that was about it. So I, I literally stumbled. I was like, yeah, okay. Yes, I, I guess am. I am. <laughs> you know? But years later, here I am fully owning what I do and loving it. And as part of the briefing you gave me prior to the interview, you said the focus was on women, what was it being women's month and what women are doing in the industry. And I feel like we cannot do much for women as a collective based on what we think women should be doing mm. if you yourself in your womanhood are not rooted, if you for yourself as a woman are not advocating even in your little personal space, mm. then it can't be advocated to the greater woman. So that's my main call to women that we first and foremost be okay with who we are because only then in your okayness in your female body, in your female presence, can you advocate for anything feminine and women then. I had an experience about, was it a year or two ago? Because it's been, like I'm saying, if God makes it happen, then it happens with relative yeah. ease. And that's been the story of my career. But I do have ups and downs. And I remember coming home from studio about a year ago in tears mm. because, um, so I have, I have an agency and I have private clients, mm. right? Mm. And one of my cr private clients had booked me the week prior with a guy friend of mine who also happens to be a voiceover artist. Mm. And he started in the industry after me. Mm. So I low-key even coached him. Now, before I came into this side of the industry, I'd worked in radio, kind of like you do right yeah. now. Yeah. So the client who had booked us, um, they were looking for a pseudo radio type of feel with the so it wasn't a normal advert as voice artists mm, normally do. Mm. We had to create a mock radio show okay, type of thing. Okay. Um and of course I have years and years and years of radio experience, right? So it's easy for me. Mm. And when we walked into the studio he was already there and he was nervous. I'm like, come on, it's just a conversation mm. between you and I, really, you know, and, and this is the key thing any radio person will tell you. There's only ever one person you're speaking to. Otherwise, if you know how many listeners you've got, then you start panicking because now you're talking to all these people yeah. and then you don't do what you're supposed to do. So you need <laughs> to minimize it to yourself to keep the nerves at bay. So I say to him, it's just you and I who are talking to each other. So automatically, as we walk in there, I'm the experienced one here, right? But I'm also the woman in this scenario. Wow. Um, and we sure. have been given scripts. But I mean, as you will know, being an on-air person, you don't really script radio. Mm -mm. You can't, mm -mm. can't stick to scripts. So lots of the work had to be edited, and because he's used to reading the script, it was that much more difficult for him. I noticed that he had been 
um, booked as the main <gasps> presenter. Right? 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 So the way it worked out, though, in the end was that I took over that role because there has to be a flow in live radio, mm. especially when it's live radio that you know is not live. You're not trying to give away the fact that it's not live. So it really requires you to know what you're doing. Mm. So I ended up taking over. And it pained me in the end when I said to the rest of the team, guys, we need to speak about the word count here because we literally were getting paid per word. We need to speak mm. about the word count here because as things stand now, I've done the bulk of what's required to be done. Sure. Whereas when we walked in initially, they had already decided based on whatever that he will take lead, sure. he's got the higher word count, and therefore he gets paid more. more. Mm. So in 2019, in 2020, we still, we still encounter such sure, things. Sure. And it pained me because my career is really my happy space. Mm. I love it. I love everything about it. it. Mm. Yeah, I feel so aligned when I do all of that. But that was um, one of the incidents where I was like, wow, actually snap out of your happy bubble and realize that this is the real world because this is what still happens. Mm. By virtue of being a woman, it doesn't matter what your qualifications are sometimes. It doesn't matter what the credentials are sometimes we will simply not choose you because a man can do it better based on I have no idea what. <laughs> and I mean, it was a conversation that needed to be had. Mm. And I, I, I felt bad because why do we even need to speak about this So You really couldn't take our qualifications and put them next to each other and our CVs mm. and then based on that see yeah, who can better year And I actually, so I got paid accordingly for that. It was fixed. But the fact that I had to advocate for it. Your voice. Says I might have fixed it for the next woman to come into the stage now. Yeah, but, you're, bringing um, me, you're bringing me straight to that conversation that I want to have, you know, in terms yeah. of the voice. Um, yeah. Do we have a voice and how can that be fixed? We don't have a voice, but also we don't have a voice necessarily because we are not a collective. Because remember the way the um, voice work works. It's, it's a pretty lonely road, actually. Mm. You do everything alone. You are alone. Mm. Like, whereas on a normal day at a normal job, and I say this in quotation marks, normal job, um, someone can go to work and build relationships mm. there. You don't necessarily have that. Mm. So at which point do you build your union? At which point do you <laughs> say, let's group together and stand up as women, yeah. as voice artists? It's, mm. it, it, it can be a cutthroat type of space, which is why I then go back to the point I made earlier that it then speaks to you being rooted in yourself, in your womanhood, in your femininity, in order to say, no, this will not be used against me, though this does not discredit me in any way. Maybe by me being able to voice that individually, the hope is that I have then planted a seed in the head of whoever had originally booked that and booked it in the way that they have done, Mm. that this is not the way to go because you know what? Women are as qualified in this industry Mm. as men. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That like, um, you know, each and every um, person should be looked at according to the book, you know, not according to, like you said, you don't know why, but yes, that's how it is. Um, And you've spoken about the difficulties and... uh, 
um, just maybe maybe some highlights of yours um, within being a female voice artist. You know, let's look at the good things now. Um, yeah. Some strides that you've made and uh, um, some things that you hope that, uh, you know, other women will also um, be able to do. Our voices are sweeter. <laughs> it's When you think of a mother's voice, um, when you think of a nurturing <laughs> voice, you think of a mother's voice, mm, do you not? Mm, it's very seldom that when you think nurturing voice, daddy pops up. Yes, daddy nurtures, but he's picking you up when he's nurturing you. It's a more physical thing. So even in the world of voice art, I've found that by virtue of being a woman, I have got more gigs based on the range that femininity exposes you to. I am the mother character. I am the little girl character in some cartoon somewhere. I can also be the teenager. I can also be the 30-something-year-old. But if push comes to shove, my lower register (laughs) will also have me not sounding too feminine, if that is a phrase, so that they need to get a man in there. I can do that too. So that's, that's definitely been one of the highlights and strengths and the jokes to most people that I've worked with where you find I'm doing a range of voices in one advert because I can do all that. And I mean, that's literally by virtue of me being a female that I can do that. My voice would be deeper if I was a man and I don't know how far I could then stretch it. Wow, I love that a lot. And uh, looking at the female voice once again, um, in various sectors now, just looking at uh, um, all of us as females in various industries, um, are women occupying the spaces that they are supposed to be occupying? And if so, um, what do you think the solutions are? Um, you know, in order for women to to have a seat at the table, um, what can be done? Uh, as soon as you said that, when you spoke about, so I'm listening to your question, and then you get to the point of the seat at the table, and I'm thinking, <laughs> maybe we bring our own table. So that <laughs> like it's not that. at the table where we are questioned and taken apart and judged. The women's table where we are accepting of who we are, where we are understanding naturally of what we each bring to this table. Maybe maybe it calls for that. Maybe it calls for a separate table where we don't need to be pushing our way in because also the pushing is quite aggressive and uh, aggression is not necessarily a natural feminine trait. We are more passive, are we not? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Our, our our own table, but it also goes back to the original point I make where you need to assert within yourself because also what happens is if this is not happening with the self, then it cannot happen anywhere else. I cannot be okay with people at my table, with fellow women at my table, if I'm not okay with me as a woman. I'll always be seeing them as competition. Absolutely. So, are we occupying spaces, though? We, we're trying, PC. We're trying. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of fight involved, which is why I'm like, you know what? Keep the table. I'll bring my own. Um, that's where that thought originates from. From from the fight, there is there's that much more work we need to do as women to get places at the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sure. Zaza, thank you so much for taking us through 
<laughs> um, evolution, <laughs> the evolution of a woman. <laughs> um, thank you for just your authenticity and uh, for being real with us in terms of your yeah. experiences as a voice artist, where we are, um, how it can be better, and of course, you know, also speaking about just the the element of unity of maybe reaching out to other um, fellow female voice artists, um, or maybe just voice artists as a whole. You know, not excluding the the males as well and of course just highlighting the importance of voicing out um you know um points where you feel you are being discriminated um because of virtue of being female um that for me was profound so thank you so much for taking us through um this conversation it's been very um informative um and please be blessed in your career um, as you journey and you become the best version of yourself. God bless Thank you. you so Likewise. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.